Welcome to the 20-Minute Podcast, a ministry of King of Kings Lutheran Church. We are a caring community reaching in friendship with Christ. Follow us on social media at King of Kings CR or visit us on the web at www.kingofkingscr.org. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the 20-Minute Podcast. I am Tony Dixon, and I am sitting here with Pastor Rich Balvans. Hello, Pastor Rich. Well, hi, Tony. How are you doing? Well, it's uh, I'm probably doing better than a lot of people right now. Yeah. Uh, because we have been through one big uh, uh, storm and its aftermath here in the last week in the eastern Iowa area. It's and been a rough week. It has yeah. been. And uh, I know you're aware of that because you've been doing a lot of physical labor, cleanup, and, and other things in response to that. And I've tried to do some, but the. <laughs> oh, the, come on. I've noted. You've that been there. <laughs> I've been there, but my age does not allow me to do quite as much as I. Uh, probably would like to be able to do, but uh, well, for anybody, the amount of work that's needed and things that have been going on here in our our Cedar Rapids, Marion area, but even all across Iowa and the Midwest, yeah. there's just so much to do. Um, you know, you want to help, you want to do a lot to get out there, and it's it just quickly becomes becomes so evident that there's going to be weeks and weeks, if not months and years worth of work. Yeah, this the storm that we experienced was one of those uh, hopefully once-in-a-lifetime events that, um, you know, you don't recover from quickly. It leaves so much damage in its wake that you aren't even uh, fully aware of how extensive it is until you really get deep into the cleanup uh, of it oftentimes. And you know, we, we've had people who've lost their homes, uh, lost their businesses, lost their crops. Um, anything that was standing up uh, is is uh, perhaps laying down today because of it. Trees that have been standing for a hundred years uh, are are yeah. broken off uh, at this time. So we've had uh, a, a real, um, real live uh, experience as to how strong the force of of nature is and uh, uh, just how dramatic uh, that force is within our lives. Yeah. One of the, uh, I think one of the hardest parts about this whole thing, uh, there are are many um, tough situations just driving home after, you know, we were here at church when this rolled through on Monday afternoon and we were here with our laborers, uh, the laborers for Christ, who are mm-hmm. working on our edition. And, you know, the, thankfully, everybody's safe. Yeah. Of course, that's the big thing that your your mind always goes straight to is, I hope everybody's safe and, and there are no serious injuries. But just being here in, the, in our church building and standing there watching these laborers who have worked so hard and put so much of themselves into our new uh, edition— and they're just standing there watching it blow away. Yeah. And they're standing out front watching their RVs, or they're standing at the front windows watching their RVs blow into each other and tip over. And uh, the, you know, these are these are their homes. Yeah. Those RVs, those uh, campers that they've got out there. And that was to me that was pretty heartbreaking um, initially until I drove through the rest of Cedar Rapids, and it only uh, got a little bit worse after that. The the uh, the multiplication of dismay <laughs> yeah. that takes place as you drive through and see more and more and more 
And then after that, more and more and more mass destruction, along with the loss of, and not just the, 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 the property, but the loss of hope that um, comes from those kinds of experiences uh, for many people is a very, very sad thing. It, it's, we, we, and it's interesting to me that we, we put on, all of us, I think nearly everyone, attempts to put on a strong outer face uh, when we experience uh, major losses like this. Uh, but eventually, uh, it all uh, comes back home to roost, and, and mentally, uh, the fatigue and the challenge uh, sets in. And we realize that, you know, um, as much as we'd like, uh, things are not going to get back to the way they were anytime soon. Yeah. And the magnitude of what has happened, just that that's what hits. You're tired, mm-hmm. you're frustrated, and you then you just look around and you start to realize, man, it's not just my neighborhood. Yeah. It's not even just Cedar Rapids. I mean, that's... Uh, for us, that's what we see as the biggest devastated area now. But we just talked about this before we got on, on the mic here. Mm-hmm. You know, all of the surrounding smaller towns and areas and farmers, all of these places where, you know, the, these family farms were there for 100 years and yeah. they're just flattened. It's uh, when, when, the, when a storm can be, when the, when the after effect of a storm is visible from space, Mm-hmm. You know that it's uh, it was something big, yeah, and that's what we have. It was a huge, huge uh, uh, wind that blew through across many, many counties, and took just uh, damaged virtually everything in its path. And uh, so we have a lot of people who are uh, are very sad, very. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, determined to rebuild and get their lives back together, yeah. But boy, it's it's a challenge. Yeah, and I'm glad you said that because the the determination of people has been, I think, one of the blessings in this situation. Uh, that and seeing how many um, neighbors and people there are in the community that want to help mm-hmm. and that want to come together in any way that they can. That's been really really neat to see. And, um, you know, for so many, they haven't even figured out their own stuff. There's maybe a tree laying on their house, but they want to go over and they want to help their neighbor. And uh, just to see that compassion that people have for one another and the desire to help has been has been really cool. It is. It's a it's a wonderful thing. And that that uh, desire to help others is uh, is not only uh, something that is. Uh, a blessing uh, to us, uh, but it's also a command to us as well, uh, you know, from, from God, especially to us Christians, that, you know, uh, the love of our neighbor comes first. Yeah. Uh, our neighbor's need comes first. Uh, and so we try and step out in whatever way is possible. And it doesn't mean that that has to be cleaning up the tree. It might be doing their laundry. And you, I've seen all these, <laughs> you know, and, and, and I've seen these offers, you know, and I'm sure yeah. you have as well on social media, which is about our only communication method at this point. Well, and even at the beginning, we didn't have that, did we? Yeah, we didn't even have that. <laughs> yeah. But say, you know, hey, we've got power. If you need to do your laundry, come on over and, and uh, we can we can clean things up for you or 
uh, come over tonight. We're we're cooking <laughs> cooking up that ten pound <laughs> yeah uh, ri- ribs that that we had in the freezer that, <laughs> that was at the out. bottom of the freezer. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so and come on over and those kinds of things. So we, you see people's response to disaster in that way in a very positive light uh, of desiring to help one another and uh, it 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 does to me um, remind us that um, even though we are living in a in a world that has its problems and and uh, we have a world that is plagued by sin and that that's part of all of us as well that that spark of our creator mm-hmm. is is there yeah that knowledge of the of uh, of what he wants us to be is there yeah. and it comes through in times like this yeah absolutely even with us sinners huh even <laughs> even with us sinners yeah. and and we can see a little bit of of what you know, we were intended to be, how we are intended to be in this world. So uh, from that standpoint, you know, disaster, as as you have alluded to, can bring out the best and sometimes the worst in people as well. Yeah. But we'll focus on the best. Yeah. So uh, I think it would be good for us since people who are listening to this, we have a lot of people who listen to this in our community here that know what's going on. um, But there are also quite a few who are outside of of the Cedar Rapids and Iowa area. Um, So maybe share a little bit about um, kind of the impact of this just on your specific neighborhood and and how have you been involved in things as well? Because I'll share a little bit when it comes around to me, but but I've seen you out there kind of helping out and doing things. I've I've tried to help out with some cleanup, um, realizing that uh, my physical capabilities aren't like those of a uh, mid-30s young young man. You know, uh, uh, even the mid-30s young man <laughs> is challenged by some of these things that have been going on. So. But, you know, uh, trying to help some people with uh, getting some trees cleared out and, and that sort of thing. And we have uh, had a, a minor amount of our own uh, cleanup to do. Uh, we were very fortunate that, that in our personal situation, our home was only lightly damaged and we had some limbs down, but it was not a, not nearly the destruction that, that many others uh, experienced. Our neighborhood, uh, you know, you kind of go by the age of a neighborhood and you kind of tell or predict about how much damage there might be there. And there are not that many full-grown trees, so not that much uh, heavy damage to homes from falling trees there. Uh, but, you know, we, we experienced it much like others. And one of the, th- one of the things that was interesting to me is that we always, uh, like in winter storms, when power goes out, uh-huh. our neighborhood usually comes back pretty quickly because all of the power lines are buried. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, you know, they're all buried it's lines. A, it's a quick fix. Yeah, you yeah. think, okay, we're going to be back on soon. But um, not this time because the damage was to the, the biggest right. uh, lines coming into the, that feed the, the neighborhood. And so uh, those buried power lines didn't make any difference. You know, we were all equal. Yeah. Uh, at, at that point, everybody had the uh, equal level of loss of power. Um, and so uh, it, it's been it's been very fortunate. Well, I feel for a, a lot of people though who have who have um, lived in in perhaps the same home for many years, you yeah, know, and right. 
and have uh, worked to have a nice, nice uh, place. And, and now it's just really, really right. Yeah, right. So uh, when this all happened on Monday, I kind of got a kick out of the fact that, uh, well, I, I uh, was a Tuesday morning, I guess. I didn't really know... Um, there was somebody that had asked me for help when uh, the messages were kind of mm-hmm. sort of going through, but I didn't have their address. And so I thought, well, who would know just about where anybody lives since my GPS is not working, phones are not working. So I drove over to your house because you're one of the only people that I, I know where you live. <laughs> and and there you are sitting on your front porch with your wife and you knew exactly, well, she knew exactly where to point me. Um, you know, and then we were able to kind of work on some things together, uh, which was which was great, and then uh, then we showed up at a different place at the same time without even co- coordinating. <laughs> I know it was like, oh yeah, just but but that's uh, you know it's just neat to to see um, everybody's doing their part to kind of help out, yeah. and uh, it's I, I personally it's hard I think, and it may be for you too because because you want to go out and you know chop up trees with a chainsaw or whatever mm-hmm. else. That's kind of like. Oh, that's what needs to be done. Um, but there are so many, so many needs that are out there, including just checking in with people and, um, like you said, offering if you have electricity or whatever else or freezer space, uh, offering those things to them as well. Um, so there are so many, so many ways to to help out, and also to take care of yourself and in yeah. your own family <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah, it's it's. Um you know, we we were like so many others. You know, you start eating the food that is going to spoil first <laughs> right. until that's gone, and yeah. and then uh, hoping that the power comes back before everything in the deep freeze has thawed. Well, you know, we two days ago we emptied the the refrigerator, and uh, the day after that we emptied the freezer and and hauled all that away. And so, oh, no. you know, and that's and that's just part of of uh yeah uh you you know it, it's um i throughout all of this you know i you cannot think of, of any greater example of of tremendous loss than than job yeah. you know his right. experience uh of losing everything uh having blessings removed one by one till uh the only thing that remained was the the only needful thing yeah, and that was his relationship with God, and and because that that was maintained, uh, because he remained faithful there, God eventually you know returned those blessings. Yeah, and and we see that happening uh, now, and just like you've mentioned, of people stepping up and offering to do things that uh, that had not done so before. One of my neighbors. In fact, uh, came over and and he said to me that, you know, we've lived here all these years and these these people who I've not not really become acquainted with, I had food that was going bad, it was going to go bad in my freezer, so I invited them over, we cooked it up and we had this meal together, that would not have happened any any other way. Yeah, I've had a chance to get to know a lot of my neighbors quite a bit better as well mm-hmm. um, which is I mean that's that's typical for these storms and I, I know that but this is like next level you know I'm yeah. up there climbing around on their their roof helping them or you know we're uh, we're sitting around in their backyard because there's nothing else to do now for days at a time it's not just like like you said like six hours I mean this is Saturday morning that we're recording this and the power went off Monday so mm-hmm. and 
you know, who knows how long it'll yeah. it'll be off. Yeah, and and so we have these opportunities. You know, God's providing these opportunities for us to be the people that we're supposed to be toward one another. Yeah, you know, and and sometimes the only way that happens is to kind of remove the roadblocks to that. And uh, although it may be might be painful and it might be expensive. We've had a lot of those roadblocks removed at this point for us. So it's, it's just interesting, you know, when we can, if, we, if people ever really get the opportunity uh, for their minds to clear and to step back and see uh, that, that and, and recognize the truth in that fact that God works good out of all these things. Yeah. Um, that that is true. It's happening, and we're experiencing it right now. It's very humbling to to step back from the situation and realize we don't have any clue as to what the big picture is. Yeah. <laughs> isn't it? I mean, yeah. is it just me? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not but just I, you. But I, I like to think that I have control of so many things in my life, and then you know something happens, and we don't even have the worst of it by any means, yeah. but something happens that's just so out of control that I... I you know, we, yeah. we can't, we can't, we the, can only do so much. The thing that has interested me in this, it's almost, it is almost like a a lesson for us, at least in this Cedar Rapids, Eastern Iowa area, because in this case, we had a tremendous storm, tremendous damage when there could have been tremendous loss of life. Right. And except for a couple of cases, that was not true. Yeah. Uh, it was a test for us, essentially, to see how we will respond. Yeah, and we so we respond by humbling ourselves and saying, "God, you are God." And I, you know, before we wrap up today, I think um, one of the things that we like to try and do is bring comfort to one another in yeah. these times. Mm-hmm. And there's really no more comforting passage of scripture that I can think of than the the twenty third Psalm. So I thought let's let's just share that today and remind ourselves that regardless of what's taking place we're in God's hands and he's in control. So the, Psalm 23 simply says this and you can recite it along with me as you're listening today if you like. The Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Well put. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. No kidding. You bet. Well, before we close with prayer, um, I think it would be a good idea uh, just to let people who, again, are not from the area, uh, give them a couple of ideas for how they can help out. Um, officially, I would just encourage everyone to to look into it as you're able to. We know we are aware of the um, Samaritan's Purse being here, of mm-hmm. Eight Days of Hope being here. And, of course, then we just finished talking in a meeting about um, the Lutheran disaster relief team and um, how they're coordinating efforts to come help in in uh, eastern Iowa and across the state um, I don't know is there anything else you would add to that I would I would say may be in contact with us at King of Kings sure 
And we will help direct you to where you need to go. Yeah, absolutely. Because there is definitely a lot of need out there. The tough part may be kind of coordinating all of those efforts and getting people connected to the right places. And we will do our best to help you out with that because we know there are just loads of awesome, compassionate people out there who are looking to help. And we, um, we want to be, be sure to try to give you the opportunity to do that. You bet. So, well, uh, you read the Psalm, so I guess I can close with prayer. Would you please? All right. Let's pray. Uh, gracious heavenly father, God, you are the creator of all things. Lord, you, with your word, set things in motion in this world and created us. And uh, we thank you that now as we sit here and reflect back on this past week of ups and downs and um, all of the unexpected things that uh, have taken place, Lord, we thank you for the good that we have seen coming through um, these communities and congregations and Uh, Lord, continue to guide us, guide the uh, efforts of those who are cleaning up after this storm. We thank you for the support that's coming from all over the country through workers. And um, we just pray that uh, everyone would stay safe and that you would continue to provide good, uh, constructive, helpful ways for people to, uh, to help these residents clean up and provide hope for us. And most of all, we're thankful for the hope that's found in you, in your son that you've given us. And we know that regardless of our circumstances, regardless of the state of our houses or churches or uh, communities, that you've given us your son and that we find uh, true eternal hope and the promise of life eternal. Uh, And it's in his name that we pray. Amen. Amen. So, all right. Well, you ready to go cut up some more trees? Yeah, I probably need to get some more fuel for the saw. All right, let's do it. Yeah.